So hi, from the Good Noise Podcast, we're here with Jade from Fox Teeth. We're going to ask them some questions today about their new song, Yellow Houses. Uh, how do you feel about the response to that song so far? Um, I think it's been great. Um, I think, honestly, it's more than we expected. I think we kind of push ourselves back. Like We're like, maybe we'll get 500 listens in a week, and it's at like 1.3K, which guys, like, that's, that's pretty good. Wasn't it like yeah, 48 that's... hours or something? You hit 1,000? Yeah, th- yeah, it wasn't even two whole days. It was like a day and a half, and yeah, then we got the notification, that. and I was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. But it's really cool because I think for all of us, it's probably our favorite song off of the album, um, and I think it definitely reflects us the most of the band, so it's really cool to see that people like really hyped it up and like heard it and kind of had like a shock factor, but a good shock factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So what does the name mean? And is there any story behind the cover art? So, okay. So the name, the the song is kind of just like about being sad generally. Like, um, but with Yellow House is my ex. um, We had been, and this was years ago. I was like 16, but we drove to Asbury Park and she said to me, she's like, you know, my favorite color is the exact yellow of the yellow houses in Asbury Park. And it like, it always stuck with me. And then when I started writing the song was after we had broken up and I was just so sad. And I was like, I feel like the color yellow, like everybody associates that with happiness and nice things. And I was like, I I just think it's a really good contradiction for a song title. Um, Even though I started writing the song before I had the title, but once I, once I thought about it, I was like, I think that's kind of the perfect thing for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the album art, we, I was trying to think of, like, crazy ideas. Like, I was trying to find yellow houses in my area and stuff, like, looking them up, and I couldn't find anything that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my backyard, I realized, like, my neighbor had a really pale yellow house. And I was like, you know what? I could just take a picture in the backyard, but I got to spice it up. So in the middle of one of, one of the days a few months ago, I just dragged a mattress out there mm-hmm. and just laid it on the ground and took the picture. And then... Um, Obviously, the fire was not real, but I edited that in afterwards. And um, honestly, photographer-wise, I think that's the best thing I've ever made. <laughs> like, it, I think it came out really clean. It yeah. did. Um, and I was really proud of that. But I, I just felt like like it was simple. And because we talk about, like, setting a house on fire in the song, like, I was like, something needs to have fire in it, and there definitely needs to be a yellow house in the picture. Um, and it just kind of worked out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't really make sense if you had, like, a greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be, be a little awkward. It would. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little bit. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for that song? Um, so, like I said, I, I started writing it a year ago, and I literally only got the first two lines, and I just kind of, like, left it alone because I just, like, I my writing style has definitely changed. Like, it's matured a lot more. Um, and I'm glad I got to go back to the song, but like I said, I only wrote the first two lines and I left it in my notes, didn't go back and touch it. And then one day I was like on my phone, I was like, Oh, let me go through like any old songs we have and see if I could like, just, just rewrite stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, I saw that and I was like, you know, I could definitely mess around with this and make it sound like a a really mature song. Um, or not necessarily mature, but a song that shows our growth as a band. Uh, I guess that is mature, but um, I just I just started writing one day and I got it all out and definitely the part where I get to actually say yellow houses. 
I was like, I feel like that has to be like really big and bold. And I knew even before we took it to the studio, I was like, when I sing this, I have to do something different that I've never done. Um, and I was just going to scream. Like, I was going to go, like, full code orange for that song. <laughs> and I really thought about it. I was like, you know what? Why don't Why don't we kind of go, like, more, like, boy genius and just get, like, really high notes? Um, and I usually don't do stuff like that. So I was like, please, God, don't let my voice crack in the studio. Um, and I, I did it, thankfully. Um, I, think, I think we only did two takes for that song. And... Like, we split it into two parts, and those were the two takes. And when I got to the second chorus and I hit the note, our producer, Aiden, was in the other room with um, with Ron. And I saw them both, like, jump up, and they were, like, screaming. And I was trying to finish the song without laughing because it was just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the writing style definitely, I don't know. Like, it, it, it was definitely a long process for that song. But I feel like it turned out to be something really, really cool and definitely better than what it would have been if I finished it last year. Yeah, okay. That was very wholesome. Okay. <laughs> so, you said that you've been working on this song for a while, right? So, how has your headspace changed from when you first started writing the song to when you finished it? Like, done, finished? I would definitely say, like, once I went back to it, I kind of... It was more of a reflective experience rather than, like, I'm going through something right now. Like, like last year, I was really sad about the breakup that I had went through and everything. And obviously, like, if you try to write a song after a breakup, it's all just like, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad. And I I didn't want it to be like that because I'm not sad about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, that still was, like, a point in my life that I feel like was definitely a turning point for me. So I wanted to do it justice. But I also wanted to be able to talk about it in a way where it wasn't, like, capturing the moment, but it was entirely relevant. And at any point in anyone's life, really, like, you know, it's a, it's a sad song, but you can listen to it and you won't be like, oh, this is like a breakup song or this is a song about just being sad. I feel like people can listen to it and be like, damn, this is just a song about like feeling in general, just having emotions. Yeah. The world also doesn't need yet another just true breakup song. So, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of those. And I'm, I'm not Taylor Swift, so I can't I don't think I've ever written like a genuine one. And I don't think I ever will because I just, I just can't. Yeah, I get that. That's yeah. Fair. Um, so is there any artists or band influences that you can hear on that track? Um, like I said before, definitely, I think a little bit of Boy Genius. I was listening to a lot of them when I finished it, especially Julian Baker. Um, love Julian Baker. And I love how she sings. And I kind of wanted to do that, but in our own style. Um, and instrument wise, I definitely think you can still hear a lot of like now, now influence, um, they're like my favorite band ever. So like every song we do, when we mix it, I'm like, Aiden, there's this old Now Now song and I want it to be mixed like this. And he's like, I got you. Um, but I think that's like the two main things, the two main artists that uh, really inspired that song or we kind of like, I guess, can compare it to. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, how do you plan on connecting with uh, the fans during quarantine? <laughs> Um, she wrote it like that, so I'm <laughs> saying it like that. The fans, yeah. The fans. Um, well, obviously, we've been doing live streams like we did Good Noise Fest, which was awesome. You know, I oh, know wow. I, I've said it a million <laughs> times, but, like, that was probably the coolest thing we've got to, gotten to do. That was the first time we filmed something together as a band. Uh, Thank you. So, you know, a million thanks to you guys for setting that up. Thank you for being uh, part of it. But we really just... 
like I've mostly been doing live streams. Um, we're obviously trying to find new ways to do everything because the guys live about 30 minutes from where I am. So it's kind of hard to like all get together, especially because me and Ron are both going out to work and like obviously not gatherings or anything, but we're social because we live with other people in our home. So it's like, obviously we don't want to all get together and risk getting anyone sick. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have thought of a few things like more live streams. Um, I've been talking about maybe setting up like a discord and a Twitch for us to like stream stuff out. Um, we started, we put up our merch for the first time that wasn't handmade. Um, and I, I just, I wanted to do it because we, we're making nothing off of it for that uh, design. But I was like, I want to have people be able to like get our stuff. And because like a lot of people, I feel like when you have something physical from a band, like it's more real. And I, I think at a time like this, you really want physical stuff because you can't go and see live music and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I also, I want to try to get a show over at the clubhouse in Tom's River, one of their drive-in shows. Very cool. I went to the last two they did. It was amazing. Um, I just keep forgetting to like ask about it. Um, but if we can do that, we will definitely do that without a doubt. All right. Well, uh, I hope you guys get one because I will be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I If we get it, I can guarantee the first person I'm calling to fill the second slot is Will. Yes. I'm going to be like, Will, That would be sick. <laughs> yes. It would I need be a that lineup in my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys keep on talking about this album. And last time you said you didn't want to say anything about it. Is that still mm-hmm. the case? For the most part, yeah. Um, there's new? also there there is a few there's a new thing that's not certain um like i can't say it's for certain because i generally don't know if it's gonna work out but we plan on releasing it completely independently we might be under someone releasing it possibly i can't say who um even though I'm sure people take the hint because I never shut up on Twitter. Oh, I know exactly but, who this is. <laughs> but not 100%, um, and I can't say anything on their behalf, of course, but that might be a possibility with the album, which means there's definitely going to be a lot more uh, physical stuff with it. Like, we planned on just having cassettes um, and maybe a few vinyls, um, but if we do get picked up for it, we're definitely going to have a lot more. We're going to have better merch. Regardless, we're going to have better merch than what we have because the like little hand symbol is very tiny and I feel really bad about the sweatshirt prices, but like I can't I can't control it. Um but with the album, I I think if we go that route there's going to be a lot more visual to go with the sound. Um even though like we're we're still working on some things, we're definitely most likely going to have a music video for at least one song. Um, it's still like some things are still up in the air other than the fact like it's been recorded it's being mastered so it's pretty much like music wise it's done and now we're working on full promotions and ways to just kind of bring it to life more okay. yeah yeah sense. so exciting. is there any sort of like idea of when this might see the light um we don't have an exact date but i want to say maybe mid-September, before... Oh, so before the, the end of the year? Yeah. Okay. Um, definitely before the end of the year. Um, unless, like, there's any issue... If we do get picked up by any labels, like, if they have to push it back, but we have it planned out, definitely the latest mid-September, and if we really have to push it back, like, October, the beginning of October, 
Um, but we're aiming before the end of summer, and technically the end of summer is September 21st. So, um, you know, as long as we could get it before then, we're pretty happy. But we're, we, we recorded everything, so we're not too worried. Um, and it takes, like, like, Aiden is mixing everything, and then he's sending it to another friend of ours to master it. And they do that stuff in, like, a day. So, wow. yeah, like, they're, they're really good. They're amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm not worried about timing with it at all. All right. Um, well, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, once again, going to plug, not plug, but I'm going to say, of course, Black Lives Matter. Please, whoever is listening or watching the podcast, please keep doing research. Please just keep educating yourself, learning what you can do to help supporting black owned businesses black artists we talk about it as much as possible i try to talk about it as much as possible um especially being like i'm i'm half black so i have a really big connection to the movement and everything so i'm like it's a very big deal for me um that's i think that's really the only thing i want to say um just because i feel like not only is it super relevant but especially right now like it needs the attention so yeah it's the only thing i want to say all right well uh Thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Jade from Fox Teeth and we're the Good Noise Podcast.